0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome back to week two of JT's Corner Flag. I'm JT, aka the Soccer Scholar, aka Justin Thomas, not the golfer. I'm the soccer side of things. And we got a really great show for you today. We're going to be talking about what happened this past week and kind of our first more, you know, more games are being played here in this week. And now we're diving straight in here into this week. But We're going to talk about what's going on with that. We're going to talk about what's diving in to week three here. All the great matchups, including one that's happening tonight. We're going to get you covered with everything that's going to be on slate. This is JT's corner flag. It's all coming up here in a moment. All right, let's get you caught up on everything that's happened this past week. Technically, it was week two as we're about to dive into week three. So week two action, we'll start with what our game of the week was it was where I was at. I was out at Ross for Ross Girls hosting Oak Hills Girls. And despite Ross having a couple good looks early on in the match, Oak Hills settled right in and ended up winning this one 4 0. Goals came. The opener was from none other than Sophia Kersey. Uh, you know, the Highlanders that try to kind of play it inside a little bit couldn't quite get the touch. Well, then Kersey just shot it from distance and was able to score it. So that put up. The Highlanders 1-0. A little bit later on, Presley Pinnenkamp, the freshman, was able to win a penalty kick, which Abigail Cole slotted home, made it 2-0. The third goal came from Pinnenkamp rushing down the sideline, kind of turning, passing back across the face of goal, and that's where Kitty Mitchell was, to just easily bury it in. And then Pinnenkamp gets rewarded for the fourth goal, and she was played in. She ran onto it and was able to get it past uh, Johnson, the goalkeeper. So 4-0, that was at the half, and that ended up being the final score. So obviously a good result for uh, Coach Kevin Sprawls' squad. The Highlanders starting off the season with four goals and four different goal scores too. So that's always a plus in that kind of category for head coach Jessica Beener and the uh, Ross Rams. I mean, this was a team that had some really good looks. They just couldn't quite find the back of the net with it. Carly Shiplett, the goalkeeper for the Highlanders, made a couple big saves. Defensively, Highlanders started to really settle in and play well. Um, but the, you know, Ross is a team that's going to be good this coming season. So that was kind of our game of the week. That was the game that I was out at other really good games. We'll start with the girls side here, Milford and Hamilton, uh, Milford Eagles, four nil victory over Hamilton. That one was um, kind of an interesting matchup, uh, that I saw because both those teams You know, usually pretty solid. Milford was very close to trying to edge out people for the ECC. I think they finished third, if I remember correctly, last year. Hamilton, a team kind of in the mix for things in the GMC each year. This one was down at Mercy Health, the training facility for FC Cincinnati over there in Milford. So Eagles win that one. So a uh, big congratulations to Coach Jill Helms of the Eagles on that one. 4-0 the result. Your weekend scores from Saturday: Reading all over Middletown, seven-one. Kings two-one over Sycamore. Cole Rain getting things going once again, and the Cardinals went six-one in that game over Northwest, their their big rival in that case. And uh, let's see, uh, Mine Camp with, or excuse me, mein King with one goal in that one. Two goals coming from uh, Kelani Bronak or Bronak. So. Definitely some goal scores coming the way of Cole Rain. Lakota East, 4 0 victory over West Claremont. Mason, the big one here, I think Mason winning 2 1 over St. Ursula to open up the season. That was going to be a really good matchup. Uh, both Shannon Krogan and Maddie Baird scored the goals. And then Fairfield getting things going uh, under the new head coach with a 3 0 victory over Turpin. Boys side of things for the GMC, O'Kills and Ross. That was a wild one on the west side of Cincinnati. Back and forth match ended up seeing a 3-3 draw. So that was definitely a goal-scoring fest. It ended up in uh, both teams just sharing what would be the points if they were in the same conference. Uh, The boys side of things at Mercy Health athletic facility for FC Cincinnati, Milford. They're, they're going to be good again this year. They, they, they've been good the last several years, but 9-0 over Hamilton in that one. Some other matchups here that we uh, that we saw was uh, Fairfield getting the win. Um, Sycamore edging out Kings 2-1. Centerville defeats Lakota West 3-1. Colerain winning that rivalry with Northwest 2-1. And Mason up on the road in Dublin. Kaufman takes down the Rocks winning 4-1 nil and St. X and Lakota East, a really good matchup. Uh the Bombers get the, the victory uh over the Thunderhawks. I think that was at Liberty Township. They won that one two to one um as the Thunderhawks. I think they're initially down two nil, but were able to pull one back and make things interesting late. Uh, but ultimately couldn't quite get it. But I think both those teams are are going to be very good uh this season. So that's what that looks like in terms of the GMC scores with a couple other scores. And there. obviously it's a little bit more action in terms of uh, non-conference affairs, But a little swap action. Boys side saw uh, Talawanda and Taylor tie 1-1 on Saturday. Wyoming all over Ross. 5-0 the final on that one. Girls side saw the Ross Rams girls team Bounce back, win 9-0 over New Richmond. And then uh, Taylor, Yellow Jackets, all over Talawanda, winning that one 6-1. All right, let's continue on. Eastern Cincinnati Conference, some of the results I haven't gotten to uh, with the interconference play. Walnut Hills over Western Brown, 2-1. This is the girls' side, I should say. Ursline Academy, 3-1 over Little Miami. Springboro, always a good squad out of the G-Walk. Edges out Lebanon, 2-1. And uh, Seton, no issues with Anderson, winning that one 5-0. Boys side action saw Springboro defeat Lebanon 1-0. Beaver Creek edge out little. Miami 2-1. Loveland, big 4-1 win over LaSalle. That was Saturday. And I should say on Friday night, Anderson boys, the Raptors, with a 3-1 win over Elder. Your GCL co-ed game saw Baden, Tie East Central and Indiana, nil-nil. Pretty solid result in that one. Alter all over Madison, 4-0. Oakwood uh, defeated Chaminade-Julien, 3-0. And then Monroe with a big 3-0 victory over Fenwick. Your boy, boys' results saw McNick, 4-2 over CHCA. Oakwood, 2-0 over Chaminade-Julien. Carroll over Uh, Troy 4-0, and then Fenwick and Monroe tied on the boys' side of things. Uh, I've already got you up to date on everything with the GCL South. And with the GGCL, the only matchup was actually a conference matchup between, uh, excuse me, actually it was Mercy McCauley and taking on uh, Notre Dame Academy of Toledo, and Notre Dame Academy won that one 3-1 over the Wolves. So that gets you all caught up on everything that happened this past week. Now, before we get you to what is coming up here in week three of the high school slate, I want to take a little interjection here, a little intermission, and this is a segment I'm going to call College Corner because I want to talk about some of the players from Chatterbox Country that are playing in the college level. Uh, Right now, I really got three on my radar, and if there's more that I should know about, please let me know because... You know, I've, uh, I've been down here covering a little bit of soccer two years ago when Chatterbox first started. Then last year, I was trying to break a little bit more into it, and now this is where we're really diving in. But I know there's come some players the last couple of years that are now playing at that next level. And if there's more that I need to know, please let me know, and I'll be happy to feature them and try and kind of track along what's going on with them. But the ones that I know about for sure is two former Firebirds, actually can add in a third, as Matty Prohaska was playing um, at, at, over at Auburn two years ago. But let's start with the Firebirds, Kalen Dudukovich and Sidney Jones, both starting for the Ohio State Buckeyes the last two games to open up the season. They went on the road at BYU, is ranked 15th, and a very tough, tough matchup. BYU ended up winning that one 3-0, but Kalen Dudukovich actually had what I believe was a goal Now, there's no VAR, so they couldn't go back and review it. But she was able to, after a rebound off the crossbar from a free kick, came and she got a hit on it, and it appeared to have crossed the goal line. The goalie was inside as it was a defender for BYU. Dudukovic and another Buckeye were both standing in there trying to show that it was in there. Officials didn't see it, so it didn't count. So 3-0 the final on that one. She did open up her scoring account officially as a Buckeye in a 3-1 victory over the Akron Zips yesterday. So congratulations to Kaylin on getting her first of what would be many, uh, we, we presume, of goals that she's going to have in a scarlet and gray jersey. Cindy Jones also in the starting lineup for both of those matchups. She's obviously back in the defensive efforts. Uh, I, I, from what it appears a little bit more of a center back. She played kind of the wing back uh, in in with the Firebirds, but playing defensively Doing very well as she makes that jump to the college level as well. Uh, Another former Firebird, I'll mention her out here, Maddie Prohaska. She was in the goalkeeper role for the Firebirds when they won the state championship. She's goalkeeper for the Auburn Tigers, who did just play uh, BYU. And and if I remember correctly, when they won that one, 2-1 with Prohaska making some big saves to, to keep the victory in line for the Tigers. And then the other player I know, Hamilton's. Hannah Sawyer playing at St. Louis with the Billikens. And she's been, she was in the starting lineup uh, over over the weekend, uh, or actually, excuse me, over like last Thursday. And then she was in, uh, coming off the bench here yesterday. But she's been getting good minutes, had an assist in a uh, 1-0 victory to open up the season. The Billikens, though, the past two matchups have been uh, edged out 1-0 in both of those contests so once again this is the college corner trying to keep track of some of those players that are playing that college level let me know if there's any former players for chatterbox covered uh, schools in here in the greater Cincinnati area that I should know about and I'll try and kind of keep track of them and, and put up updates here with the college corner segment here on the corner flag show okay let's get you all set up for everything happening this week I'm not going to go into every single game, but I'll at least highlight some of the games I think are going to be really, really good. Let's first start with the Eastern Cincinnati Conference as we have Hamilton at Little Miami. Obviously, the big blue want to bounce back from the earlier matchup. Uh, But Turpin at Oak Hills is kind of the game that I've circled as being a big one. That's Tuesday night over on the west side of Cincinnati, so that one should be a good one, Uh, as well as Mason at Loveland. And that is on Wednesday. So get you set up all for that one. Lakota East at Anderson is a big one on Thursday. Uh, Obviously, last year, Anderson came here to town and uh, defeated the Thunderhawks on the home turf. So they're going to look to try and do it on the road this time against the Raptors. Um, And then some other really good contests, probably a big one on Saturday, is Anderson at Mount Notre Dame. And then on Sunday, Loveland is at Strongsville. So... Those are some big games coming your way in the girls' side of the ECC. Boys' side, St. X at Anderson on Tuesday. Also have Milford at LaSalle on Tuesday and Lakota East at Loveland. Thursday's action, we'll see Oak Hills at Kings, Lakota East at Milford, another really, really big one. Miamisburg at Lebanon should be good too. And then on Saturday, Loveland at Centerville as a big matchup. The GCL co-ed, girls action, uh, Carol at Tippecanoe, uh, Fenwick at Wyoming are some games. Baden at Fairfield is the big one I think will be pretty interesting uh, come Wednesday. And then on Saturday, Mercy McCauley at Baden is another big one, as is Alter at Springboro. Boys side the GCL co-ed, uh, Alter at Monroe on Tuesday I think will be really, really good. Also, I think uh, Indian Hill at Carroll is going to be phenomenal come Saturday. Your GCL South games that are coming up. The big one uh, already mentioned, St. X at Anderson. Uh, Moller is going to be at Covington Catholic tomorrow on Tuesday. Oak Hill is at LaSalle on Saturday. And St. John's Jesuit will be making the trip down to take on St. X on Saturday as well. And then girls side for the GCL. It's going to be Lakota West at Ursuline Academy for tomorrow. Then you got actual conference action starting off here on Wednesday, Mount Notre Dame at Seton and Mercy McCauley at St. Ursula. That Mount Notre Dame at Seton one, I think that's going to be the one to really watch. I think it might be down to uh, both the Cougars and the Saints for the GCL, or excuse me, the GGCL. I think that would be really big. Saturday, we'll see... Uh, Summit Country Day at St. Ursula, Seton at East Central, and Anderson at Mount Notre Dame. Let's get you your SWOC action happening right now. Edgewood at Alter tomorrow. Taylor at Harrison, Ross at Marymont, and Colerain at Talawanda. All should be really good games. Harrison at Colerain on Thursday is another game that I think will be very intriguing as well. And then on Saturday, Indian Hill at Ross should be Really good. Excuse me. That's all girls action should say. Boys action, very similar. Much of the same I should say. Middletown at Edgewood should be a a really good match tomorrow on Tuesday. Thursday, Ross and Marymount. There it is. Coleraine at Harrison. Talawanda at Baden. All going to be good. And then Harrison at Taylor on Saturday should uh, hold some good action. And then let's get you to the GMC. If there's anything I haven't covered yet. Uh, with intermingling with some of the other conferences. But girls' soccer side of things, Lakota East at Springboro should be pretty good on Tuesday, as will, uh, as I mentioned, Lakota West at Ursuline Academy. Your Mason at Loveland and Baden at Fairfield on Wednesday is going to be good. I already mentioned the Lakota East at Anderson on Thursday. Saturday action, New Albany at Lakota West. That will be a really good matchup, as will be Mason at Strongsville and then Mason at Hoban. So Mason having a little Northeast Ohio trip um, as they're going to go take on Strongsville and Hoban over the weekend. And boys action happening right now is Wyoming at Oak Hills. That one should be a really, really good matchup. So if you're listening now, make sure you jump over there and check that out. Uh, otherwise, you'll already get the result. But Tuesday night, uh, Lakota East at Loveland is a big one. Springboro at Lakota West. Kings at Fairfield, I think, will be interesting. Um, So, plenty of action going along there. Thursday, then, as I mentioned before, Oak Hills at Kings, Coleraine at Harrison, uh, Middletown at Fairborn, all should be really good. Lakota East and at Milford is probably kind of the headliner on that evening. And then Saturday, Oak Hills is taking on LaSalle on the road. Lakota West will be up in Columbus to take on Worthington, Kilbourne, Middletown at Lebanon, Fairfield at Little Miami, and then a big one, Springboro at Mason. So, a lot of action all coming your way this week in the soccer world here in Greater Cincinnati. And this is normally the segment where we go into what we're going to talk about as being kind of our uh, you know, our match of the week. I'll be honest, we're not quite sure yet. Um, I'm, still, I'm still kind of in talks with with Reed. We've reached out to a school to see if we can come do the broadcast there, so we're kind of waiting to hear back from that. So don't fully know where we're going to be quite yet, but you can always, always, always follow me at Chief underscore Ohio on Twitter and follow at Seabox Sports, and uh, we'll get you caught up on what where we're going to be. Uh, my plan is to try and be out Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week somewhere in the greater Cincinnati area uh, to cover some soccer. So make sure you follow me at chief underscore Ohio, and I will definitely be posting out some updates on where I'm going to go, try and get you a little bit of an idea of where I'm going to be that night. So you can kind of follow along if you want to, and where our match of the week broadcast is going to be. So make sure you stay tuned to that. Make sure you follow us on Twitter, follow at Seabox sports or follow me, follow both follow all of us, Uh, obviously we got a lot of great things going on and we're trying to get more and more and more soccer coverage as we move on through the season. So thank you for tuning in to this edition of JT's Corner Flag.